0: And for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future. To honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. J Ma. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today. I'm closing my eyes and I'm imagining sitting in circle with so many of you really missing the in-person sister vibe right now, but we're doing it and we're staying strong and hopefully we will be on the other side of all of this very soon. But it does give me great joy to think of all of you listening to this and we are creating a circle and a community. So thank you so much for showing up and so much for being here. And I'm sending love out to all of you as I record this. It's the evening of Juneteenth, um, which I'm sure most of you know what that is. But it was the date that has been put out to celebrate the freedom of African-Americans in the U.S. And it's become a day in American history to celebrate the lives of African-Americans. And the actual um, history is pretty intricate and varied, but the very general summation is that on June 19th, 1865, Union General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, and informed the enslaved African Americans of their freedom and that the Civil War had ended. And the Emancipation Proclamation, which is what we all think of as what freed the slaves, that was actually made effective in 1863, two years before, but it could not be implemented in places that were still under Confederate control. And so the freedom finally came on June nineteenth, eighteen sixty-five, when some two thousand Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay, Texas, and the army announced that the that more than two hundred fifty thousand enslaved Black people in the state were now free due to this decree. Interestingly enough, um, some of the enslaved uh, people in the Union. Uh, states were not freed until a couple months after that. So it's kind of an interesting twist. But anyway, it's a day to reflect, hold space for our brothers and sisters that were slaves and that come from slaves and hold that generational trauma. It is a day to hold reverence and speak up for And support Black people. And um, yeah, I think that we're all sitting with a lot right now. And I've been sitting with a lot today. And I don't want to project on my things that I'm going through or all the things that I'm thinking, but I just really wanted to get on here and have a real talk and just. You know, support all of you and hold you up because we're all doing an immense amount of work, you know, through this pandemic, pandemic situation, um, all the things we've been doing, being pulled, being asked to hold space beyond our normal capacity. And each day, somehow finding a couple more energetic inches to hold. And then we're going through Black Lives Matter. And we're all being triggered on just such a huge level. And it was a very important wake-up call for all of us. And, um, and it's bringing a lot of new things to many of us, especially those of us that are white. So um, I just wanted to really allow for you all to feel an exhale. And just to know truly that you taking care of yourself through this time is paramount. And I know I speak to that all the time. It's a postpartum doula and motherhood coach. It's all about, you know, self-love, self-care, but it's really important right now. And it's so important right now that we need to actually move it to the top of the pyramid for real. You know, it's not just talking about it and it's real self-care. It's the spiritual self-care. If you're an empath, Which many of us women are, if you're feeling all of the things right now, you know, committing to a daily practice. And maybe you can just get one thing done, but even if it's a salty bath and putting warm oil on your body, or if it's an action step and donating money, or donating your time, or donating your old clothes, or signing up for anti racist trainings, or learning where you can volunteer in your community. Learning how to speak to your children differently about race, um, having conversations you've been putting off with your partner. All of these things are self care because they're aligning us with our heart and our intention for living. And, you know, life is full on, it's fully in session and it will continue to be. We are still in whatever this portal of time we are in. I believe probably through 2020 for sure and on into 2021. And many things will be lost. There will be many deaths, both metaphorical and physical. And, you know, our minds are trying to catch up. And I i was listening to a call. I was on a lot of calls today. So my brain is a little bit all over the place. Um, but I'm right here with you. So I'm sharing from my trueness, my authentic self. And you know, really, it was between Kimberly Ann Johnson, whom I love, as you all know, she's been on here, and Erica Chidi Cohen, whom I also love. They're both friends and colleagues, and they were talking a lot about race and racism. And Erica, as a black woman, she was born in Nigeria, first generation uh, in the U.S. from Nigeria, and she made a really interesting point, which I think is poignant if if you um, are interested in hearing this, I'm going to share, but she was saying, you know, so many people are complaining of being tired and seeing white women complaining of being tired. And I can't take any more of this. And I totally feel you. And I hear you if you're feeling that way, and there's nothing wrong with feeling that way right now. Um, but she was saying, you know, as a black woman, even if she does all the self-care things that I was just talking about, you know, therapy, somatic therapy, meditation, the body work, the salt baths, even if she's doing all the same as a white woman, there is still inherently a level of dis-ease in her daily life that white women don't have. So let me explain that a little bit more. So, you know, let's say for me, I'm having a really, you know, a huge day of overwhelm and I'm doing my spiritual practice. I'm meditating, taking a walk without shoes on. I'm grounding. I am doing a gratitude list, all of these things. When I get into my car and drive to the grocery store, I just go about my day, right? But as a black woman, a metaphor would be, she does all of those same things, the exact way that I'm doing them and then goes to the grocery store and then you know if she gets a side-eye glance or just an energy from someone of like who is this woman does she have money to pay for all these groceries like that kind of racist undertone or going to the restaurant and feeling that judgment of oh i'm not dressed up enough you know they're not going to think that i can afford to eat here like those just things that as a white person i don't think about um, I mean, sometimes if I go into fancy places, I definitely feel that way because I'm never dressed up and I'm never wearing makeup. So I think people judge me on just looking disheveled or hippie or whatever. But it's totally different. I mean, so just acknowledging that if you are listening to this and you are white, you know, let's really take advantage of having that safety net so that we then are rested enough to go out and change this world so we can change that for our sisters of color that don't have that luxury. So again, I don't want to bring any energy into this conversation of shame or guilt or blame because it's not about that. It's about looking at the constructs of our society. And this is one piece to what's going on, the racist issue going on. There's so many different pieces looking at Education, looking at our medical system, looking at our lack of medical freedom, looking at how so much in our country is a rigged system. And now we're really seeing how it's playing out um, in racism and race wars and the police and all of that. And there's so many levels of it. So I'm not going to be talking about one narrative here. It's up to you to explore. And I'm also happy if you want to reach out and have a convo about it. There's so many levels to all of this, and each topic would, you know, could be a 10-hour podcast just on one alone. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if we have the advantage as a white person, a white person that is privileged to not have to be worrying about staying alive each day, let's use that, okay? Let's not stay in freeze mode or flight mode. Let's not be so overwhelmed that we can't function and we can't take action and be so ashamed of ourselves or so ashamed of our lineage. Um, I do think it's important to look at ourselves, to look at our privilege, and that will be an ongoing life lesson, right? That's going to be an ongoing practice for all of us to help change this paradigm. Um, And I think we can do it but it's going to take perseverance and it's gonna take a daily dose of living that new truth. And so what I'm just seeing on social media is the pendulum just swinging back and forth and back and forth constantly. And there's so much noise and it's so overwhelming. And it's frying everyone's nervous system. It is. And yes, social media is amazing for learning things. I learned so much through social media. But I've really had to limit myself over the past couple of months, but even really more in the past couple of days, couple of weeks, because um, it's been almost like an abuse onto my nervous system Um, because everyone's trying to figure out how to navigate and how to move forward. And it's really clumsy and it's really awkward. And there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of mudslinging. There's a lot of creepy agendas you see. Um, and there's just a lot of judgment. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling tapped out, if you're feeling fried, please, please take care of yourself. Please take care of your nervous system. Please get off whatever is firing that up. So maybe you just check on instagram for a little bit or you put a daily timer on it that's what I'm doing um you maybe mute some people that might be triggering to you right now you know you don't want them out of your lives but maybe just for right now just really looking at what your triggers are and instead of trying to squash them look at them with interest like look at everything right now as an experiment I think that's really where the self-knowledge can come from is instead of shaming ourselves just looking at Oh, that's interesting. Why is that my go to? Why am I immediately feeling that way? And I mean, I've had that a couple of times this week where um, I wouldn't say really rude remarks, but people have commented on some things, which kind of um, took me back a little bit, you know, and I get on the defensive and then I just can really look at that. Okay. Why is that making me constrict? Why is that making me feel defensive? You know, why am I feeling guilty about this all of a sudden? Um, and sometimes it's helpful to explain yourself. Sometimes it's really not helpful to explain yourself. Sometimes that just creates a huge, just turbulent issue, you know, back and forth, the comments back and forth, back and forth. And again, not saying anything's right or wrong. There's no right or wrong here. It's just what works best for your system right now. Maybe one day you want to be really out there, and another day you want to come back. And, you know, it's not. Um, Just because people are posting a lot doesn't mean they're bringing it to their lives and vice versa. You know, a lot of people that are amazing are not on Instagram people. You know, the OG healers, the awesome crones in our lives, most of them are not on Instagram. We are in a weird time where a lot of people are famous for not doing anything of meaning. So just hold that also. Like, just because people are sharing or posting or regurgitating information and then it switches the next day and then it switches back again the next day, you know, it's like ping pong all over the self. Not really of service, just noise. It's noise, it's noise. So if you're feeling like you want to retract, if you want to be silent, you're not a bad person. You know, that might mean you're more evolved than other people because you are sitting with yourself, you're sitting with your feelings, and you're not just spewing stuff out. You're actually really sitting in your heart space to know what you want to say, what is helpful to say, what's helpful to share. Again, there's no right or wrong, but um, I for sure have felt myself retract. i wanted to get off Instagram entirely, but I've been really doing a lot of my own spiritual work because that's what I know I need to do to ascend further, to keep going and to actually evolve out of this time. And by staying in this like kind of 3D human experience all the time, it's actually not helping me or the world. So um, I'm experimenting with some different things. I'm getting back into my meditation practice. I did a live call, monthly call with one of my main mentors, Srimadi, which was really illuminating and helping the other day, I did an energy cleaning, clearing with this amazing healer in Memphis. I hadn't had any, you know, really great body work in months. And actually, I did go see Dr. Mora. That was the first I'd had in like six months. Um, this was the second. But she cleared so much fear energy in my body. And other people's fears, Um, fears of people in my family that I'm holding on to because I'm such an empath and I also want to help change and I want to speed the process up and I want everyone to be on the same page and the same board. And that's not what I'm dealing with. And so I really have to work with my own side of the street, my own work, my own spiritual practice. And honor that the other people in my life have their own soul contract with being alive right now. They have their own spiritual work. And, you know, we may not end up at the same point B, you know, and that is life. Um, also been sitting with a lot of the rebirth and death motif. And um, I think I shared last week, I had a, a dear friend and my stepfather both transition a couple of days apart from each other a couple of weeks ago, both unexpectedly and so I've just been in that portal as well. So I've been quiet, I've been slow I've just been wanting to sleep as much as I can when I'm not with my children all day. <laughs> um, but just being in nature being home in my home state of Tennessee and and knowing that I'm not creating maybe a lot right now and that's okay. You know, I thought I thought I'd be doing things differently this month, you know, a couple months ago. I thought I would have had some projects up and out in the world and the fact is I haven't had the time or energy to do them. And I also truly believe in divine timing and some of those offerings will be different now moving forward given how you know, our world has changed in the past three months. So I offered that to you as well because I know a lot of you are mothers that are listening to this or entrepreneurs are trying to figure out your next steps and your work. And just please know that sometimes we need the quiet, you know, we need and we don't have a lot of quiet right now. So just give yourself a break. But we need that time to go inward, to not have the answers, to live in the awkwardness of having a lot of questions prayer, meditation. Dear Spirit, lead me to where I can be of service, where I can be of the highest good for all involved. And I think that's where a lot of us are going. You know, we don't want to just be selling stuff to sell stuff and make money. We don't want to just be hawking things. You know, I have all these different online programs I want to do, but I don't want to do something else that someone else is doing. And I also want to offer Real content that's needed, not just that's like, yeah, okay. It's time to really shine and stand up in our divinity and our authenticity and how we truly can motivate and activate and change our communities for the better. And it's going to take a minute to figure out what that is. So, for any of you that are in a similar space, just take a beat. Know that the world is kind of on hold anyway. And I feel like if you rush or push yourself to create something that isn't 100% you or authentic, it's not going to be wildly successful in the long run anyway. So give yourself a break, especially those of you at home with kiddos. It's real. It's real, real. And even as things are opening up, um... It's still awkward to know how to move on, how to proceed. You know, we're trying to figure out schools or no schools or what that's going to look like next year. I'm definitely researching all of that right now. And I'll be filling you all in on what I find out and what I plan. But I'm actually really excited for what the fall will bring. But please take care of yourselves. It's so important. And I think one thing. Most of us are going to come out of this weird, weird time knowing is that our self care really matters, and it's not the gym class, and it's not the fancy exercise classes, and it's not necessarily the facials and the mani pedis because we haven't had all those. It's the daily self care of our heart, of our soul, and may we hold on to that as life does open back up, as we get busier again. May we learn to cultivate that slowness, that coming back that really nurturing ourselves at home, creating a beautiful home, no matter how big or small, no matter if you rent or you own, making your space comfortable so that when you come in, you really can exhale, you can let go, you can be yourself freely and openly. And one more thing I wanted to add is that, you know, women are still second-class citizens. So even if you're a white woman of privilege, you're still a second-class citizen. And we're going to have to heal this sister to sister, mother to mother. You know, it's, it's coming down to that. And the system has been so patriarchal for so long that we also have a lot of that in our being from our programming since the day we were born. This goes many, 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 many generations back. So we're really going to need to come together in community. I think we're going to have to do a lot in person when we can, when it feels safe. Or maybe it already feels safe to you. gather, even though it's a couple people, we're going to have to really use our sisterhood as medicine. And... I've just been seeing so much judgment and mudslinging, and it makes me sad between women. And I get it. I get all the reasons. I'm not even going to go into them. But listen, it's going to take totally leaving that patriarchal mindset in the dust. No matter if you disagree with a sister, her politics you think are whack, you know, whatever, whatever the thing is, we got to come together. We got to respect each other. We got to respect our differences and know that we're innately on each other's team. You know, we got to run the risk of looking silly and stupid and doing things awkwardly. We got to run that risk now, especially as we step up for our sisters that are brown and black and really ask, like, what is needed and listen. And we need to stop being so harsh with one another, because I think most of us are really trying right now. Most of us are really trying to do better, to be better, to heal our own wounds, to heal our own trauma. And by the way, a lot of that's getting kicked up right now because our nervous systems are fried and we aren't like on a full tank of gas. That's again where the self-care comes from or the importance of it, but just really honoring as women, we got to band together. It's, it's really that time now we've been, we've been doing it. We've been cultivating the past couple of years and now it's time to go big with it. So I urge you to find ways in which you can bring community together, start postpartum groups, start prenatal groups, start, you know, postpartum yoga groups. You don't have to be a yoga teacher. You don't have to be, you know, a guru meditation teacher. It's all about the gathering and listening. Where can I be of help? Where can I use my resources to help someone, a sister in need, a single mom, a foster mom? It's going to really call us all to action, especially those of us that are white, to go outside of our comfort zone, um, that we might be judged, that we might be looked upon a certain way, know we got to rise above that and just know that we all are children of God or spirit or light whatever that means to you and we are here on this earth right now for a reason we are the ones that are here for this portal of time it's no accident and I love you and I'm excited I'm excited to. Open up to this new world together. And a practice I've been doing is deep prayer every day, taking a couple of minutes as often right before I go to bed because that's my free time, and imagining the world I want to be in, imagining the partnership I want to be in, imagining the family dynamics I want in my in my home, imagining my community I want, imagining all of that, and holding that vision. And really believing that that can happen and will happen because we're attaching right now to a lot of negativity and a lot of fear base. So turn off the news, turn off your social media, come back to prayer, come back to light. That's what's ultimately gonna be leading us into this new realm. And I'm here for you. You can always DM me at Mother the Mother. I am continuing to do my coaching calls. If you're pregnant and want to have some virtual support during your pregnancy, please reach out to me. There are lots of options, um, the ways in which I do that with pregnant mamas and couples. Also, if you're newly postpartum or approaching that time, I can help you set up your virtual 40 days. And then if you're just needing extra Support as a mom as you navigate all these changes. I'm here. I would love to talk with you, support you, and um, help you on your journey with a little bit more ease and grace. So you can reach out to me also, mclean, mclean, at motherthemother.com. And please, as always, if you can, subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really does matter to me and the longevity of the show. And if you send me a screenshot of doing that to the email, again, mclean, M-C-L-E-A-N, at motherthemother.com, um, I will send you some free content for that as a gift to you. So sending love out to all of you, protect your heart, protect every cell in your divine body and mind, because you are a beautiful, beautiful star seed of light. J-M-A.